But before we hear from Mr. Cyril Mitchley, we actually have a double header of umpires this evening, the past and the future. As promised last night, we will hear from former professional cricketer Abongile Sotumo, who has now been promoted to the first-class panel of umpires in South Africa. He played for the Warriors, Western Province, and also Captain Border uh, to great success. And he will tell us about that and the transition from player to umpire and how far he wants to take it. So we're going to start with that interview with Abongile Sotumo after this break. And then uh, later on, we'll hear from Mr. Cyril Mitchley. Zanzi's sporting milestones, moments, and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. As mentioned last night, we couldn't get to the interview because of the reaction to our conversation with Dr. Ross Tucker and Casta uh, Semenya's legal representative, uh, Greg Not about the Casta Semenya saga or the case. Uh, so we couldn't get to this interview with uh, Abongile Soduma. But here it is. I caught up with him earlier this week just to find out more about um, the transition from being a player to an umpire and also how he reflects back on his career. And uh, uh, we also covered a lot of things like where do you start if you want to become an umpire? Uh, to be honest with you, Travis, it was never in my plan to actually umpire because um, when I was playing, I never thought of it as a career, you know, because you just see those guys standing on the field, you know, moving from one sport to the other sport. So you thought, kind of think, yes, so this is tough to actually do just to stand there the whole day and all of that, not actually understanding the whole dynamics of umpiring. So that was hence the reason I never actually thought of it. Till 2015 when Sean George spoke to me about it, saying that you you play cricket, you understand cricket, so it will be easier for you to get into it. So that's when I kind of like uh, joined in to um, to try it out. So then it fitted from then I, I fitted in then because now I could understand the dynamics of why you do certain things, you know. So so when you start, then what do you do? Is there an exam that you write? How does it work? Yes, yes. So when you start off, you have to do uh, you have to do level one, a level two, and a level three. So once you get to a level three, then you you eligible to maybe do tournament. Uh, yeah, from CSA side. So in level one, you can start off doing um, club cricket. Because what I did for me was I actually did it like off season, which was like in June, July, when I wrote my exams. So then as a Cricket season starts, I already had my levels going into the season. And then where do you start umpiring then? For me, I started at club level. I started, uh, I remember uh, to this day, doing my first game uh, at board. I was still down in East London then, because uh, now I've moved up to PE. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in East London, uh, did a club game. That's where you start. And then obviously from there, they, they look at you, what potential you've got, and obviously work with the guys that are in the in the system already. Uh, and then from there, you, you move on to, to, you get nominated to do uh, there's an under 13 tournament under 15 tournament under 17 tournament and then there's Kayama Jola Cricket Week which is under 19 week so I was fortunate enough uh, to actually go straight into Kayama Jola Week because of me having played first class cricket so I was fortunate in, 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 the, in, the, in that instance. So I, I went to my first tournament was uh, Kayama Chola Cricket Week. Because yes. usually what happens is you go from under 15 to under 15, depending on how you actually do. So each year you actually go up mm-hmm. up one one level. And how would you yeah. describe the transition then? How has it been from player uh, to being an umpire? Uh, the transition, for me, I promise you it was very hard at first because uh, I think 
my approach was uh, since I just finished playing cricket. So my approach was actually kind of like similar, thinking that this it's going to be the same same way as the player's career goes on. Mm. So you understand. But then obviously, as you as you do more games and you do more tournaments, you you kind of like get uh, taught that um, listen, this is there's a, there's a line between being an umpire and a player. So once a player, once you're a player, there's certain things that you do. Once you're an umpire, there's certain things that you don't do or, or that you do. So it kind of like it took me a while to get into that groove of understanding the whole dynamics of being an umpire from being a player. Things like you can't really chat too much with the players. You understand? You can't get too buddy-buddy on the field with the players because players might actually see uh, the opposition, might actually see that uh, you uh, it might influence a decision that you make, even though maybe you got the decision right. Mm-hmm. So they might feel aggrieved that you, you're too buddy-buddy with the players. So those kind of things, it's something that you 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 have to like draw a line in between uh, um, you being a player and being an umpire. So... Those are the kind of dynamics that you, you need to understand. Once you step over that rope, uh, you, you just become a different player. You focus on what you need to do as an umpire. And now do you feel comfortable in the role of being an umpire? And is it something that you're looking forward to making it, to making it a proper career? Definitely. Like I said, I started 2015, so I've had five years into it now. I've, I've grown into loving the, the, the umpiring role because now it also it creates quite a lot of opportunities because if you look at it, you get to travel around because I've been to every province now traveling in, in South Africa where I've done quite a lot of tournaments uh, before I got promoted into Reserve League. So what uh, I did quite a lot of tournaments before that. So they kind of like look at doing all those tournaments before you can get invited into into the Reserve panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did like your Rural Week, Varsity Cup, School T20, Club Champs, uh, Colts Week. So I did quite a lot of tournaments before I could be identified as someone to go into the first class level. So from there, um, I think I got invited in 2018 uh, to write my nationals because your nationals is like your level four. So basically from level three, you do your tournament. And then once you do your level four and then you get either you pass that, then you go into the, the first class panel. So which I was fortunate enough to do that 2018 um, in the reserve panel. And also when I got drafted into the reserve panel, I got nominated to go to India. Uh, I went to India to do a Therefore Cup tournament. I think that was November, December 2018. So it was quite a, a great experience for me to actually be able to go abroad and actually just get a taste of actually going outside of South Africa in terms of umpiring. What does being in the first class panel mean then? Where will you be umpiring now? So as you know, in, in cricketing, uh, uh, we've got the franchise, which is your first class, which is... Um, the teams like your Warriors, your Lions, your Titans. Mm. So that's a team, that's a franchise. So that's where you, when you move up into the first class panel, that's where you'll be. That's what, uh, those are the kind of uh, games you'll be doing. Uh, your Warriors, your Titans. So I can do those those, those games now. And uh, be on TV. Uh, so those are the kinds of games that um, I'll be doing from this season coming. Ultimately, where would you like to end up? Is, it the, is the ICC panel the ultimate goal? Yes, so the ICC is the ultimate goal because for me, the next step is the ICC. So, uh, like I was saying, 
for me as a player, my dream was always to be in the, you know, to play in the international stage and, you know, make ways there. But obviously that I didn't make, I didn't make it through there. Mm. So now I've got a bite, uh, another second bite in the cherry to actually be able to be in the international stage, but on a different uh, level now where I'm umpiring. So it's still my chance that I can still achieve that dream of being at an international stage but as an umpire this time, not as a, as a player. And talking about you being a player, that's where we know you from. Um, how do you look back at your playing career? I feel very honoured to actually have played uh, 104 first-class games. I mean, over a span of 13 years. So not many players do get the chance to, to play 100 first-class games. So for me, I feel very proud to have played for so long and uh, uh, to, I mean, to have 100 first-class games. I mean... That's something that's, that's rare in the modern era to have guys play over um, 104, which is I was happy about because as a border captain, uh, I won two trophies uh, as captain. So that also was a, a cherry on top as, as a player to have been um, the captain for board and win two trophies, which a feat that has never been done in over 100 years. So that's something that was great. So I won those, those two trophies in three seasons. And also uh, when I played at uh, UWC, because I also played for Western Province as well, uh, when I got to UWC, I, wa- I won three trophies uh, in one season. So I won a treble there. So... Those are kind of highlights that you, you actually take to mind every time, you know, they mention your playing career. So those are kind of highlights that you, 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 you actually enjoy. You sit back and look and think, oh, at least I did achieve something. It wasn't the waste of time to be playing for 13 years. And finally, um, they always say that umpiring is a thankless job. Do you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's something, I think it's, uh, so we always talk about it. It's something that you never get noticed. Uh, as an umpire, you always, people always worry about players and coaches and we kind of like become an afterthought in a sense of, so no one notices us, but, um, it's quite tough being an umpire. Um, it's very tough. But I mean, once you get into the groove, like you say, we all make mistakes and you get, Unfortunately or fortunately for us, we get charged on that one mistake you make out of that whole game. So that's why I'm saying we kind of like become one of those guys that you, they only see you when you make a mistake. All the other times they don't see you. But it's actually quite a nice career, bro. You, you, you get opportunities of traveling, of seeing the world, to get different people, meet to, to, to get to meet different people. Uh, so you can actually make a, a carry out of it. So, and also it requires patience. So if you, you, you're patient, uh, and you know, you persevere and work hard, mm-hmm. you, 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 you can be, you can make it quite, um, a long spell of, a long, quite a, a long span of your career. Great stuff there. That is uh, Abongile Sotumo, the former uh, professional cricketer, wicketkeeper, batsman, who has now been promoted to the first-class panel of uh, umpires in South Africa, along with Umazizi Kampu. And uh, we look forward to seeing him in first-class cricket. He had a sterling career, as he mentioned there, having played for the Warriors for Border and uh, for Western Province. And it's quite very popular because when I tweeted yesterday that we're going to be hearing from uh, Abongile Sotumo, there was a lot of reaction. Even uh, our former Lions coach, Jeffrey Toyana, was tweeting us yesterday. 
yesterday saying that one of the nicest men um, in the game. I know some people that played with him in the Western Cape also tweeted us uh, to say he brought great success uh, to cricket that side. So that was Abongile Soduma. He's the future.